in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Rita, your host. Very happy to be with you again today. And thank you for tuning in with us. Today it's the um, second part of our program with uh, Ernie Gomez, our guest from South America, Brazil, visiting with us in um, Adelaide, South Australia, for an Adventist motorcycle ministry convention, which didn't take place because of the situation in Australia with the coronavirus. And we were able to catch up with Ernie and uh, just hear from him a little bit of his involvement with this ministry, but also his walk with Jesus. Now, I learned that Ernie is not only involved with the um, Adventist motorcycle ministry, but he's passionate of serving the Lord Jesus Christ in uh, any capacity possible where there is a call from God. And I would like today to hear from Ernie a bit of his involvement with some other missions happening around the, the world or in his country in Brazil. Welcome back to our program, Ernie. Thank you very much, Nikki. It's good to have you with us, and we're taking now advantage of you being here and recording uh, as much as we can with you. Now, last program, we were talking about uh, your upbringing, growing up in a Christian home, making some decisions, have a good education in an Adventist school, and um, bringing before the Lord the options to go in ministry, full-time in ministry, to study theology or to study uh, business, international uh, business. And you share with us in the, in last, pr in the last program that uh, you choose to... First I choose to go yeah. for business and yes. then later I took a decision that I should be taking and preaching the gospel in some uh, other country, but also we had a lot of to do in Brazil so but the experience that I would like to share with you is that uh, the church that I belong we have about uh, 1,200 people we have uh, two services and we have um, 250 young people and they were wondering to go to the great river Amazon to have a mission among the the Indians. And I, I used to be traveling to some countries, and I didn't know the River Amazon, which was kind of ashamed to, to me for being Brazilian. And then uh, I put my name on, but uh, should be only the very young people. But then I said to the leader, man, if you did not fill it up with the young people, or if do you have any space on the boat, I will be going. Okay, let my name there. And then by the deadline time, one person came out from the, the boat. And then my name was there, and I decided to go then to Amazon, but as we live in South of Brazil, so we got an airplane. We went to Manaus City. 
in Manaus, we went directly to this boat. And this boat goes on Amazon River, going up until uh, where these Indians, they are living in Adra, that we have over there in South America and in Brazil too. Adra has been starting a project with this little village of Indians. And so when we first got there, uh, we spent uh, two days on a boat traveling during the night and day. And when we got there, first we would be visiting all these Indians. And we were visiting their houses and having some chat and inviting them to the week of prayer that we would be doing worships every night on that village. And we uh, we were taking some differences that we were seeing on them and how do they talk, how do they smile, smile and what do they do. And we used to see them swimming a lot, uh, getting their foods, going for fishing, and some very natural life. But also we saw that the television that they were watching was bringing them something that was not so good too. And so, uh, but there were a lot of uh, Indians there and a lot of children. And these children, they were very, very missed of uh, their fathers and mothers. We used to be walking among them, and these little children, they used to come up to you and hang on your hands. And they want to be feeling love or feeling to being hugged for us because it seems that their parents, they do not care too much for the little ones. And so we did our job, we invited them, we were trying to figure out what the problems that they were facing in that village. To at night send the message and preach about Jesus and also some uh, health cares with them and hygienic things also. So then uh, we start this job, we did what we have to do, and the main uh, the main deal or the main target was to build a house for the missionary. So everybody there got very together. We had just one engineer and all of the people, they used to do whatever they asked to do. So when you go to the mission, you just are there. What you have in your hands and what you are, we know how, if you have or you do not have, so somebody will instruct you, and we are there to work. So during the day, we had a team that was building this house for this missionary, some people visiting the village, some people taking care and telling stories to the children, Bible stories, and play with them. And during the night, worship and asking people, 
to pay attention about the sermon, some worship, some music they like very much about the music, and that's what we are doing. So we finished the missionary's house with uh, two days before the time that we were supposed to finish. And then uh, we did the job, we go back to the boat. We used to have uh, our lunch time in the boat, take our shower in the boat, sleep in the boat. Everything we used to be in the boat and we were having some rules there. Uh, we are not supposed to drink uh, any water, and we were not supposed to have uh, any food from the Indians. Even they were offering a lot, and they were very kind. They're giving some food. They want us to have some meal. But uh, for history, uh, the suggestion was don't do that because our body, we are living in the south of Brazil, is very far, and we were not strong enough to have uh, some uh, food from that place. Well, um, what happened is that we did everything we supposed to do. We were very happy that we helped people. And then we just came back. But uh, after two months, we just received a WhatsApp message from the missionary leader that we could not believe. About 70 people got baptized. After that job, we have a missionary job there and also some uh, parallel services there. And all this together, which our team did part of it, we have, uh, by the grace of God, 70 people baptized and they built a school over there now and also they have a little church and they are having the worship there. So they have music on their language, they have a, a, a worship on their language too, which is a, a dialect, Indian dialect, and we Notice that the power of God goes through anywhere, any place, that just like the Bible says, go to preach the gospel to every tongue, to every nation, to every people. And we were very, very happy about it, and the Holy Spirit really touched that little village of Indians. You're telling me a story which um, reminds me of uh, um, a very good story in the Bible when Jesus was on the mountain with um, two of his disciples and um, they could see there, you know, uh, visiting them in, you know, in that time, Moses and Elijah. And, and one of the disciples says, let's make here a house, you know, or for, for yourself, referring to Jesus and for Moses and Elijah. And to stay here because it's wonderful. And I'm just thinking that you you went there to build a house for the missionary, and then uh, uh, from there it was established a church and uh, a community of believers. Yes. Very important because you see, as you sharing with me now that story, we are encouraged to put ourselves and our talents and our not only because you said something that we you don't need to be 
highly skilled or talented, you need to be willing to go and God will help to do the things which are necessarily in certain places like uh, like that in Amazon. And I learned a, a thing today from you, Ernie, that when you have a passion for uh, your neighbor, for the people around you, you'll do anything what takes. Even if you don't have a, a place in a boat there, if you're too old to go, <laughs> God will uh, will uh, sort out those things and you'll be able to go. And I can see you uh, a very passionate uh, passionate ma- man to serve God and to, to work in his vineyard. As, uh, as you are involved uh, with ministry and travel around, what else prompted you to still or encourages you to keep going and serve the Lord, even in dramatic times like this when we we live here in South Australia and all around the world with these uh, uh, challenges of the uh, coronavirus. What keeps you going and being positive, serving the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, um, I have to tell you that uh, the other day, I was looking at uh, a book because I was reading some of the things related to mission and I have some uh, desires that some people may think I'm crazy but we would like to take uh, the ministry to some of the countries that we are not allowed to speak about uh, Jesus Christ. And that we used to call this window 1040. I think you have heard about it. And that's very strong deal that I have for the near future. But um, uh, related to your question, what makes me go for this? First, it's because I'm happy in the way that I'm following. I believe on it. And I believe that we must share this. People in the world, they are asking for. People are very, very lost. They are with so many contacts in web media, Facebook, WhatsApp, but truly they are very alone. And alone, not because they don't have uh, relatives, parents, partners, boyfriend, girlfriend. Alone because there is one space in our minds, one space in our heart that just can be fulfilled by God. And we must share this because everybody might heard about Jesus or some religion or some denomination. But when you really contact, you really speak with God and you notice that you hear this voice, and God spoke with you in the language that you understand, 
you get some emotion. You get sometimes crying because you see that it was very directly to you. And it wasn't any coincidence. It wasn't the science that you used to take or mathematics, one plus one, two. It's something that just you and God knows about it. And the love of God, in His love, He knows the time, the way that you will understand the grace that He wants to offer for you. Mm, you're saying here that is in our hearts, and as you said, in you, in our minds, a place which nobody can fill it but yes. God. Only Even God. if you are going through everything what you want in life, you achieving everything what you want, you still have that place empty. Or even if you go through struggles or to things, difficult things in life, you still have that uh, place empty if you don't allow God to, to step into your life. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, that we just will find the real happiness when we do believe that God has great love to give to us. But I need to open the door because God will not force, will not break this door. I must open this door. Otherwise, he will respect my freedom. Mm. And then that's my belief. I believe that there are several people, maybe a neighbor next to you, maybe your friend, your work colleague, He's in the need to know how related to God. And we have uh, usually three ways that we could ask for this God. Usually you have nature, is how God communicates with you. You have Bible, which is God speaking directly to you. And you have the Holy Spirit. So we must share these words, and talk to the people that we are interacting to. Mm. If you love your neighbor, that's what I hear from you, then you need to share the good news, the gospel with your neighbor. You cannot be passive, particularly in times like this. You need to be active and you need to be intentional. Yes. That's, what you, uh, that's what I'm hearing from yes, you. Yes, yes. And uh, Ernie, is God powerful enough? to be in control for the situation in which this world is right now? Oh, sure. He, he knows all the way. He knows everything. And he has assured to us that he is on control. What we must to do is to study his words because he never... Uh, he never does something without telling us before. Mm -hmm. So he always advises as a father that looks to the son and he wants to the son doing things right. He doesn't want the son to be suffering. So he has been 
sharing His love with us. But sometimes we avoid His voice, or sometimes we want to do in our own ways. But uh, the best thing of this is that any time that I want to speak or I want to listen to Him, He will be prepared to be in touch with us. Mm. I um, I know that you you like a song which um, really speaks to you uh, during difficult times or you know relaxed times, and that song is called uh, "His Strength." Is perfect. Yeah, his strength is perfect. What you can tell me about that song, and we may play that song um, during this program. Well, this music it touches really my heart. My heart because I, for example, I can tell you a quick story. Uh, when I was a child, my mom talked to me that um, I took too much time to speak. My first language is Portuguese in Brazil, of course, and she was a little worried about this. And after two years, I started to speak, but even though slowly, some words, so in other words, uh, we are in three brothers, I took long to learn how to just say some words. And then after so long, today I'm 45 years old, and my mom says to me the other day, Hey son, today I see you, and you were the only one in our family that speaks Portuguese, Spanish, and English. And I keep looking behind and I see how God has been blessing and how God sometimes gets people weak and he uses and he gives us some uh, talent and he transfers us into a different situation. And today I'm here and I'm using the language to tell what the good things that God has been doing in people's life and I want to use this talent to preach his gospel mm. in Spanish or in Portuguese or in English but also I would say some uh, some uh, phrase sentence that somebody says a um, long time ago preach the gospel and if necessary use the words so in other ways I want to preach in my behavior too mm. I wish God can give me and his grace his power to live according to what he expects from me that was very nicely said uh, uh, Ernie about to to live the gospel in everyday life rather than speak words and sometime uh, you know lots of words but uh, very little into practice. That was uh, to conclude our program. Actually, before I will play uh, the song, uh, actually that was a very, very powerful thought. And um, I'm just thinking to anyone who's listening today: um, you may have in your life limits. You may think of yourself that you are not worthy of, of this or that. 
as Ernie said, that he, you know, even his parents may thought of him at some stage in life that he wouldn't be capable to do many things or to say many things. Uh, but God is using his um, uh, person powerfully and today to speak to you also. Thank you, Ernie, for sharing with us uh, again today. And uh, uh, may God bless you to reach out to many people in Portuguese, in Spanish, in English, whatever it takes. And maybe if God wants you to learn another language, to speak to different people, yeah. God can do that too. Because as you said in this beautiful song, His strength is perfect. Thank you very much for joining yeah, us today. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, it was a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, and thank you very much uh, um, to each one of you listening uh, to our programs and encouraging us to keep going even though sometime in life and in circumstances, difficult cir circumstances, we asking big questions. Where is this all taking us? But we know one thing, that if we trust in the Lord, He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. I will leave you with uh, this beautiful song, His Strength is Perfect. I can do all things Through Christ who gives me strength But sometimes I wonder what He can do through me No great success to show No glory on my own but in my weakness He is there To let me know That His strength is perfect When our strength is gone He'll carry us When we can carry on in His power The weak Become strong His strength Is perfect His strength Is perfect We can only know The power that He holds when we truly see how deep our weakness goes His strength in us begins Where ours comes to an end And He hears our humble cry And He proves again his strength is perfect when our strength is gone. He'll carry us when we can carry on. Raised in His power, the weak become strong. 